0: soul your body's a lamp unto my feet Jesus I love you I love you
1: well praise the name of Jesus isn't he good there's already such an, a sweet anointing I I, I, I just sense heaven heavens are open amen how many of you know god is in business and uh let's just continue in the sweet atmosphere tonight just a night of the holy spirit we're going to worship and see where god's taking us and we want to welcome you Uh, enjoy the time those watching online welcome welcome just let's worship him together what we have found is when When worship goes up, God's glory comes down, and that's what we want. We want the glory of God to permeate our lives and to touch us. So let us stand and just uh, open our hearts right now with this prayer. Just make this your dedication. God, I will not be distracted. Lord, we thank you. You have brought us into this place, even online. Lord, we thank you that we can... We can use the time and help us to use it wisely to open our hearts, open our minds for you to touch us. We pray, oh God, come, have your will, have your way. Spirit of God, you are welcome inside of us. Mold us, make us, change us. Do what you want to do to accomplish what only you can we pray for supernatural breakthrough. We pray, oh God, that people that, that, that need an answer to a question will receive that. Lord, that this time of worship will be an amazing time of encounter with you, our Heavenly Father. We pray that you will do exceedingly abundantly above what we pray for, ask for, think, or even imagine. In Jesus' mighty name.
0: safe and mighty to deliver. We give you glory, Lord, and we honor you. You are beautiful beyond description, too
2: marvelous for words,
1: too wonderful for comprehension, like nothing else Ever
2: Stay on you, you. Stand, oh, I, stand I stand in
1: that you sense in my heart that people here tonight you have a need whatever that need is you know the word need is spelled with four letters but your need might be big might be small might come in the form of a question or in the form of a sickness or pain or concern or circumstance or family member whatever it is jesus is all that you need Jesus can fill your need. Jesus has the ability to touch you right now, right here. The Bible says, cost your cares, your burdens unto Jesus because He cares for you. Will you give Him your need right now? Just lift your hands. Just give it to Him in the name of Jesus. There's such an amazing atmosphere. The anointing of God is here. Lord, we present these needs to You right now in Your holy presence. And we say, God, touch, meet every need. Your Word says, we remind you of your Word, the promise in your Word, that you will meet every need in accordance with your riches in glory. And so, God, meet every need, everyone. Lord, answer questions. Heal lives. We speak to every infirmity to go in Jesus' name, every weakness, every circumstance to yield to the Lordship of Jesus, that your name be lifted up. High and exalted above everything and anything. We come against doubts, fears, unbelief. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you step in with clarity, with an amazing direction and purpose that people will experience. Your touch, your amazing love in their lives. God, we thank you that tonight is a night of settling, that you are settling accounts, that you are settling things. Things that have been hanging loose, things that have been just hanging in the air god you're tying them down in jesus mighty name because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god for the tearing down of strongholds lord and every high and lofty thing even imaginations that exalts itself above your knowledge we take captive to obedience to jesus christ right now and we thank you for your love Lord, you touching, you touching, and we're receiving all that heaven has right now. We thank You. We take what You've got for us tonight.
0: Cancer bows before the King of glory. The Lord just shows me that there are people that have got this heavy burden of this name that they are carrying that is attached to an affliction and it seems like a threat to you. But in the name of Jesus, the name above every name, cancer bows tonight and healing flows in Jesus' name. Death to cancer in the name of Jesus and healing Healing to your chosen, Lord. Healing to your children, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. We bind every work of the enemy, every infirmity, any every affliction of the evil one. Lord, and we speak healing and health over your children for such a time as this in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that you are Lord, eternal, King of heaven and earth you reign above and beyond all else and lord every knee shall bow cancer shall bow to you in the name of jesus and i thank you lord you bring victory and healing for by your stripes we are healed thank you jesus we hold on to your name not the verdict of doctors We hold on to your name, Lord, the name of the Lord who is our strong tower. And I thank you that we run into you and we are safe. We are saved by grace. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for faith in you. I thank you, Lord Jesus. If that's you tonight, just receive it from heaven. Just receive it. No more fear. No more fear in Jesus' name.
1: The Lord is touching someone that has been having trouble with your ear. I see intense pain in your ear, whether it's an inner ear infection or whatever this might be. just inside of your ear there's pain chronic it's coming coming and then it lifts up but it comes again and it goes and it comes it's just been a long long season and and it's even affected your equilibrium I just see God's touching that person right now who is it just lift your hands to heaven we want to pray for you right now just it's an ongoing ear thing in your in your ear Uh, the 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 Pain is so intense at times that you don't know what's, what's going on. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just come against that her. ear yes, pain, Lord. that infection, whatever it might yes, be. Father. What's causing the pain to be cyclical, to come and go, come and go. God, Thank you break you, the Jesus. cycle tonight in Jesus' name. No more of this. We pray, God, that this will be Thank it, you, that Jesus. it would be the end of any ear situation in our life for the rest of days Thank in Jesus, Jesus name and we give you all the glory and all the honor you
0: know, I just hear this voice say oh yeah right you calling out these things can this even be real if it's you it is real you better believe it's real because God works. And this is to to, uh, to energize your faith to believe. And this is for you. You're listening to me right now. You hear this. I'm saying this, that you wondered that it went through your mind. But the Lord is telling you that this is real. This is real. Amen. Hallelujah. And may your faith rise to the next level because of these words right now spoken to you. I see somebody with, um, with thyroid issues. And the Lord just wants to touch you right there where you are. Just lift your hands to heaven and receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, several people. Father, I thank you that you heal that thyroid In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, that you are Lord of all, (laughs) that you, you rule and you reign, Lord. Thank you that your word is true. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for what you've already done on the cross. We give you glory. issue you right now you heal it out of control blood pressure heart palpitations Lord you just bring you bring a synchronized heartbeat synchronized to the heartbeat of heaven Lord perfectly whole perfectly normal in Jesus' mighty name. Shendam Doro Balama, shendam Doro. For we move on, I just see PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I just see God touching and making whole. It matters not the trauma that you've experienced in your life. I just see From heaven, just this oil God is pouring out over your life to bring joy. And that joy is your strength. It's not computed with the mind, it's experienced in the soul. And peace that flows. speed in this world is fast and fast food and fast but God's speed is slow because he likes spending time he says those who wait shall be renewed and having these moments of waiting in God's presence, it's refreshing. Some of you are going to leave yeah, and you're going to think, What's ha- What happened? I don't have this pain anymore. What happened? I see things differently. Uh, I see this relationship more clearly. It, things have changed. See, when you when you enter into the King's chamber, and when you enter into the presence of the Lord, you can't leave the same as what you've come because a divine exchange takes place you trade in your sorrows and he gives you joy unspeakable and full of glory that's God some of you just need to take a deep breath Do it right now in faith. Just take that deep breath. He is the Ruach, He is the breath of life. So just breathe. You can take your seat. just breathe and whisper
2: Jesus
0: Let your soul
1: In the presence of God. It's time well spent. Because many times when we come, we we come clenched fist. And then when we worship Him, we thaw out. Much like a cucumber becoming a pickle, or a tough steak marinating in a good marinade.
0: This makes me think of um, in South Africa we were by a reformed school and um, there was so much brokenness and, and it was a school that everybody was afraid to go to because the people that went there and the teachers were attacked by the pupils and beaten and so even the teachers were afraid to be at the school and it so happened that I was sitting at a table with for lunch with, um, um, at, at this church we were ministering in the beginning of our trip. And um, I sat around a table with people. and We were eating traditional African food, and that could be inter- interesting sometimes. Um, we were eating chicken feet and really took one for the team and had them. I did not. And uh, we were sitting there, and it was just this wonderful uh, time. And this woman asks me, what are you doing here? this week and I said well we are we are here to share the love of Jesus with children and we want to do this presentation called Seek and Save this, this drama, the this skit in the public schools and give the kids a book and tell them that Jesus loves them and he cares for them and I want to give them the opportunity to say yes to Jesus say yes to his love well this lady was looking to me at me um, with this inquisitive look on her face and I said but I don't want to go to the good schools I want to go to the schools nobody wants to go to and the schools where nobody um, ever goes and she looked at me and she took her hand and slammed it down on the table and I jumped about that high off my chair and she said now you are speaking my language and she said I am the MSc Um, um, I am the Minister of in Education for this whole county. And she said, um, I'm the head of education. And I I need people like you to go um, to places where nobody wants to go. And I said, well, here we are. Sign us up. Give us the schools nobody wants to go to. And she said, how do you normally get into the schools? I said, my husband begs people to, to get us in. And he takes the book and he says, please, we are here and we want to bless you. And he grovels. And she said, you will not grovel in my my county. So she gave us 21 schools that we had to go and visit. And she said, the first school is the most important. And so we went to the school and it was violent. There was kids with guns. There was a kid that had stabbed another child with a pencil um, um, just before we got there. And... um, it was there was this agitation, this terrible atmosphere, and um, I remember us just driving up there and just saying, "Peace be to this place, peace." I told the the students that were with us, you you you've you've shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the good news of Christ, and every place that we go, God is giving us. We are taking in these territories for the kingdom of God, and we stood there, but it was agitation, and there was the head of this gang was standing there, a young man, and. Um, the little ones were excited. They saw we had a big ball. They saw we had some fun things that was going to happen. And they were all running because the, they wanted to play the game and really got them to sit down. But the bigger kids, I was trying to get to, to – um, to, um, not co- – Obey. Obey, yes. I'm thinking of Rickon's words here. And, and finally um, – um, I walked, and I saw who the ringleader was, and I went to him, and I said, it looks like you are the leader of this bunch, and if, if you would be a good example, these kids are going to follow you, and he looked at me, and, and he told me terrible things, and he, told, he said vile things that he was going to do to me, so I, turned, I looked at him. And I said, do you see that man over there? That's my husband, and if I've got to tell him what you just said to me, you're going to be very sorry. And um, and, um, I said, and not even to to talk about God that heard every word that you just spoke. And so I thought, well, that's it. So I walked around and I went to Rudy. And I, I didn't tell Rudy what this young man said. But I said to Rudy, let's just leave the bigger kids out of this. They don't want to be part of that. Because we had grade one through grade 12 that were in one reformed school. And it was a big, big school. And I said, let's just leave the older kids, let's just work with the little ones. And Rudy said to me, no, you take care of the little ones, I'm gonna go and speak to the big ones. And and so I said, okay. And Rudy walks right to that guy, and the guy wants to say something, and Rudy said to, to him, one more word from you, and I'll take you out. Meaning, you know, not take you out, but, you know, take you out. And this guy thought, Ooh, this dude, she told him, and he's going to take me out. So this guy went and sat down with his gun. He was cleaning his gun while this presentation was going on, and later on, he put the gun away. So we had uh, Pastor um, uh, uh, George um, Jacobs. Jacobs was with us, I'm, I'm sure Pastor uh and Button and Michael knows him, and he was with us on, on this, and we we told him don 't count the hands that go up there 'll be too many count the people 's hands who uh, who don 't put up their hands because we 've seen this works. people come to christ, and so um, he, he knew that those troublemakers he 's going to focus on them. He had the camera he was all ready, and really did the the prayer uh, before this. Um, really just goes to him and he says, sit down. And all of a sudden, these kids sit. And all of a sudden, this hush falls over all the kids. It was as quiet as what it is at this moment. Nobody moved. You could hear a pin drop in Africa, and that's a miracle. And the the, the students that were preparing for the skit started coming out already. They thought we had started, and we were waiting for them. Because it was such a silence. And kids started crying. Because the presence of God started coming in, and nothing. We hadn't started. This goodness of God, this presence of God, just came down upon the kids and they were being, it's, it was like this blanket of God's love wrapped around the children. We had the most glorious time. The kids didn't move. They stayed riveted. They watched the skit. When Rudy came and he gave the altar call, the first to stick, put their hands in the air to receive Jesus was the leader of the gang and his, and his cronies. And they came running forward, giving their heart to Jesus, tears running down their, their their faces, standing up, saying, "Yes, I say yes to Jesus." We had such a change in that school. The MSC, she called us. She said, "You can't. You've you've got no idea." The churches, the pastors that have been wanting to get back into that school, are, can't, it's beyond words what God has done. And that, my friend, is supernatural. Yes, it's the power of God. Yeah. It's what God wants to do. When we're willing, when we say yes to God's go, then God goes with us. Amen? amen. And that is what it's all about. That's what happens in this peace. That's what happens. It's, it's un. Unfathomable. You cannot um, 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 put it in words. You cannot fathom it. It's unfathomable what God does. It's not what what we can think God does. It just happens. Yeah. You know, I see the Valcas here, uh, George and Ruthie Velka, I remember being at their church, and um, their um, Liz Parentia. I don't know if she's still in the church. She she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and it was a meeting like this, that um, really had called an altar call, and she would come late for the meeting, and 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 just for the Lord to bless people, and she just came out and really walked by, and he said, "Lord, bless this lady," and really walked on by, and she said, "Lord, bring him back. I need a stronger prayer than that. I've got multiple scler- sclerosis," and and. Um, the Lord just um, said to her, Liz, "I've already touched you. What more do you want?" And she went to her husband and she said, "I believe God has healed me." Well, that week they went back. To, she went back and and they did more MRI tests and and they said the machine is broke and they sent her to another machine and then they said this can't be. And then finally they they um, they said. We, we don't know what happened, but the spots that we detected are gone. Well, I'm, um, it was such a, a stirring in the hospital that um, some of the, the staff from, ch- from the hospital came to church in their scrubs. Because, because they said, this is God. Well, two of the people that came, it was just a worship service. That we did, and um, some of the the people, there were two doctors amongst them, and the, and they were both sceptical, and. Um Husband, wife. husband and wife, and he had problems with his back, and he couldn't sleep at night, and she had heart palpitations, or I don't know if I got it mixed up, but anyway, that was the two of them, and and really said, you know, God is healer, and he knows what, what's wrong with you. Just in faith, take your hand and place it at the place where you need healing, and thank Jesus for bringing healing to you. And, um, you know, they thought, okay, well, let's just give this a try, and they did it, and they went to bed and the next morning they woke up and they looked at each other and the husband said, how did you sleep? And she said, wonderfully. And and she said, how did you sleep? And he said, I've never had such a great night in a very long time. And they looked at each other and he started crying. He said, I believe I'm healed. And she said, I think I am too, because the one couldn't hear. They could hear their heart beating in their ears, so their heart would beat at night that they couldn't fall asleep. And they went to the hospital. And that day they started talking. That night we had two rows, rows full of scrubs. Can you guys remember that? And that was a night that we um, we we actually um had a line for people receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and the two of them came out. And um, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit too. And they said, God is real. And that happened. I believe, yeah. And I'm saying this because I just believe that we have to testify of what God can do. God is real. He's working here. And he's just touched some of you. Right here, I believe we had a a Royal Rangers meeting. And in the Royal Rangers meeting we were doing, um, um, was it somebody that... um, it was a powwow we did, yes. Yeah, it was.
1: It was in a powwow. I think you guys opened up the door for us to go minister and yeah. And God touched. Uh, there was hundreds of, of 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 Royal Rangers, and the Lord touched so many people there. It was just an amazing thing.
0: And uh, then there was a lady that was healed.
1: Yeah, she wasn't
0: even present.
1: Right. Her uh, her husband was at the powwow. She had. Cancer in her in her throat or thyroid, yeah. and her husband stood in her stead and believed God for a miracle, and she was touched and whole. he
0: went home and he, he went and anointed her, and it, uh, uh, the cancer disappeared. Yes. There was a woman with un, unoperable brain tumor in Ohio that came to the meeting, and, um, she didn't want to pray for herself, because, um, she, she was, she wanted us to pray for her husband and her children, that they can go on after her death. That's to the point that, that she was, and the doctors had said there was no hope for her, and I, I said to her, but how about we pray for you, and we just speak to this cancer to shrivel up and die in Jesus' name, and she said, well, if you have to, and so we prayed for her, and, um, (laughs) <laughs> she went back and the doctor said there's something amazing happening your brain tumor is necrotic it's actually dying from the inside it is shriveling up we don't even need to worry about it it will just be assimilated back into the, the, the body this, this cancer is eating up itself and dying and that's the God that we serve. Amen. He is still the same. Yesterday, Amen. today, and forever. You can trust in him. Like Rudy was saying this morning, he's got a reputation, and it's impeccable.
2: Yes.
0: Thank you for your enthusiasm. <laughs> Amen. That's just a little something. You know, we're evangelists. We've got to stir up your faith. We've got to get you all riled up. Then when you leave this building, you're like, devil, I'm walking out of here, and you better run. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Amen. Remember, we're the wild Africans for Jesus. Amen. <laughs>
1: Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God moves. And you know what? Healing is easy for us because we don't heal. Amen. God is the healer. we pray, we believe God. we, we, we just storm the gates of of heaven uh, in, in intercession and in prayer, and then we, we, we just release the blessing of the Lord what, what we have received freely give. And that's that's the the blueprint of heaven, and we give God all the glory. It's such a joy to be here with you, and uh, Pastor Michael, Kathy, so good to see you again. Thank you for the invitation. We're enjoying our time here, and little Toby says hi, Hallelujah, and um, uh, God is just moving. I, I I I just thank God for His presence. Um. And, and and healing is happening, even even as we're sitting in His presence. Uh, many of you uh, uh, may have wondered, you know, uh, do you have a family other than Toby? Well, we do. Um, uh, Sharon and I have been married now for 33 years. We don't have kids of our own just yet. We're on honeymoon, so pray for us. Uh, <laughs> but we we've adopted 104. Little kids in Africa. We have an orphan care center called Seek and Save, Hosanna Orth- Orphan and Vulnerable Care Center. It's an after-school program where we uh, we take this group of of kids. They register for these classes after school. We feed them every month, around six thousand meals every month. What we what we sponsor, and uh, just last last year. We, we actually were able to sink a well. Now they have running water, one of the very few uh, running water places in this village of 15,000 where uh, so many people are still struggling with HIV AIDS um, and and just, just a whole lot of things. So without further ado, Sharon and I want to present to you our family, our kids. Uh, these guys are so near and dear to our heart. And, uh, you know, because you guys have helped us in the past, we can do this this type of thing. And, and we give God all the glory. And uh, we show this so that you can rejoice with us, because uh, that is what it's all about, is to help someone, uh, you know, that did not, did not know the Savior, but they received Jesus, and they're so happy, and they are excelling. They get computer re- training, um, sustainable farming, leadership. I mean, uh, on top of all the, the, the Bible stories and Jesus, I mean, these kids are just, they've crawled into our hearts. So without further ado, play that, that video, and let's rejoice together.
3: Today's Missions moment takes us all the way to South Africa to our Seek and Save Orphan Care Center where we are caring for the community's orphaned and vulnerable children.
4: Rudy and Sharon Swanepoel partner with a vibrant local church, and with the help of dedicated ministry partners, they built a center in a community where 3 in every 10 people are HIV positive and where over 50% of residents are unemployed.
3: These precious children are loved and cared for in a very special way, From spiritual growth to computer learning, sustainable farming, arts and crafts, and entrepreneurial skills, the Seek and Save Center also provides daily food and free medical care to anyone who needs it.
4: Mama Sharon, as she is lovingly known, is especially near and dear to these precious ones. Because of the individual care we provide to each child, our children are excelling in public school and many dream of becoming successful Christ followers because they want to help others too.
3: We have a long needs list, including building a community library, drilling a water well to establish running water, and many other rural communities have asked us to launch similar programs and projects to help care for their orphaned and vulnerable children under the Seek and Save banner.
4: Your donations will help us care for and achieve our ambitious goals to turn today's vulnerable children into tomorrow's formidable leaders. For more information and to donate, please visit SeekAndSave.us today.
5: Praise God. You guys are doing so much. We were reminiscing this afternoon about how, you know, when they first started out, they were evangelists. Actually, they were pastors in Ohio, and then they became evangelists, and we had them here, and it just kept growing and growing their influence. And obviously, they can't do it without partners, and we talked about that, too and so glad that we've been able to partner with them over the years and so we're going to take an offering now again if you didn't have an opportunity this morning or you you know you're ready to give this this evening we'd appreciate it We've got some ushers please um and then to remember you can always give online especially those that may be watching us online um if you go to our Webpage, You'll hit the donate button and you'll see one of the buttons will say Rudy and Sharon. Just go ahead and give there and we will be passing that along to them. Uh, real blessing this morning, boy, it was a good time. Um, and as you've heard them too, you like their accent, don't you? <laughs> you do have to pay attention or you miss things. But uh, the one, the thing I keep hearing pasta <laughs> all this morning, pasta. So we went out for lunch, we had pasta. <laughs> so, oh, man, some of the other words, you got to really listen to them. I don't think Africa is never going to come out of you. It's just it's always going to be with you and in you. So, hey, let's pray for this offering and, uh, and let's give to the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for, for the ministry of Rudy and Sharon. Lord, it's, it's gone beyond just the two of them going from church to church as evangelists, ministering and encouraging raising the faith level. Lord, I thank you, God, that they have influence, not just here in the United States where you've called them to, but, Lord, that they have influence in so many different parts of Africa, a huge continent. And, Lord, I thank you that we can be part of that this evening. Lord, I pray your blessing on them. I pray your blessing on this offering and on each giver. And I ask this now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your giving. Thank you.
1: the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. People say, how can we pray for you? Well, one way is you can pick up one of our prayer and connection cards, stick it on your refrigerator. That's always a good place because when you sneak midnight ice cream, you know, you'll pray for us regularly when you see us right there. So that helps, but but it, it, it gives you an insight. There are some, some things that we're involved in, and we give God all the glory, and we need all the prayers we can get. Take your Bibles, if you would. Let's go to the book of Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. I just want to show you something that God showed me about uh, the levels of the Holy Spirit's ministry in our lives. Um, there are different. Three different levels of the Holy Spirit's ministry in us that we can experience the the power of God and the Holy Spirit in us. And I want to show you this. And how many of you know Jesus is our example? Uh, He came to earth to be our example. And so we want to imitate Christ, we want to be like him. What does that mean? Well, How He communicated and flowed in the Holy Spirit is important because that was as an example to us. And I want to really just show you the potential that you and I have to have the Holy Spirit in our lives on three different levels and minister in that capacity is is simply amazing. So, uh, let's read uh, Luke chapter 4 verse 1. And, the, and this is a very powerful verse. He says, Then Jesus, say then, being filled with the Holy Spirit, say filled, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit, say led, into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days. Now, wow, this is interesting. Um In one verse, we find two levels of Holy Spirit ministry in Jesus' life. But let me let me back up a little bit because this is important to understand what is happening. This is in the beginning of Jesus' ministry; he's just been baptized in the Jordan River, and uh, as he came out of the river being baptized, the Bible says heaven opened up, and uh, the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus in the form of a dove, and the Father, the heavenly Father spoke, and he said, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Okay? So, it was a double thumbs up from heaven. The Holy Spirit came on Jesus. The the Father was involved, and of course, that's the Trinity in one verse right there. Jesus is in the water. The Spirit of God came down, and the Father spoke. So, this was heaven's endorsement. It was the start of great things for Jesus. He's just about to start at His public ministry to share the good news of the kingdom of heaven that is at hand. And the first thing he did was (laughs) he followed the leading of the Holy Spirit. So here is what we can learn. How many of you want to be used of God in any capacity he sees fit in in, in life? Amen? Let's follow the example of Jesus. You know, we can get all excited and goose-bumped And then go out and say, show me a sinner. Give me a sinner. I'm going to do something for Jesus. But you see, that's not what Jesus did. He was yielding to the Holy Spirit to lead him. And it's always better to be led by God. But before that, the entry level of the ministry of Jesus, of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life. The Bible says Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. So once again, say filled. Turn to someone next to you and ask them Are you filled with the Holy Spirit? You see, here, here, here's the, the 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 really powerful thing. The Bible says he was filled. Now, the Amplified says he was full of and controlled by. That's what the word "filled" really means. Here's what it means out of the the the, the Greek language. He says to be covered over, to be complete, to be thoroughly permeated with, to lacking nothing, to be perfect. <laughs> Wow! To be filled with the Holy Spirit is to become perfected by God. Oh, you're not getting this. Um, let me explain it to you this way. How many of you know we develop cracks? We're all cracked up. Come on. You know, and yet the Bible says, be perfect. Well, that's a tall order. It's easy for a perf- perfect God to say to us, be perfect. But how on earth can we become perfect? (laughs) We can be filled with the Holy Spirit. You see how that works? The Holy Spirit comes and flows into us. When we're filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus put it to his disciples this way. He says, everyone who believes out of their innermost being shall flow forth. Rivers of living water will bubble forth out of their belly, out of their innermost being. It's almost like the Holy Spirit becomes fluid and fills every new crack and and, and cranny of our lives. Hallelujah. Where we weak and slow and low the Holy Spirit fills up. Were we strong? He adds to the whole equation. But I tell you what, when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, praise the name of Jesus, the meaning of the word in the Greek, perfect. Isn't that awesome? To be full of, permeated with, controlled by. The Holy Spirit, and you know what? You and I see this as a challenge to eventually reach, but in Jesus's life, that was the entry level of the Holy Spirit ministry in His life—to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't aspire to be filled; be filled. Just be filled already. Hallelujah! Why? He's available. He's available. Where I fall short, He picks up the slack. Hallelujah. That's the beauty of it. How many of you know there are so many questions that uh, I, don't have the, I do not have the answer to? <laughs> when I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, I can tap into the greatest library in heaven. Whew, the wisdom of God. Because He is the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Jesus. It's so amazing. And so Jesus shows us. The Bible says that you see the Holy Spirit just came down in the form of a dove onto Jesus. And now in verse 1, Jesus is full of, controlled by the Holy Spirit. Wow. And that's the entry. That's the start. That's the beginning. Turn to someone and say, "Mm -mm mm-mm-mm hallelujah you see he covers your weakness with strength your lack with blessing your flaws with perfection man is and woman is an empty vessel that needs to be filled and i tell you what listen the way god made the world the world does not like a vacuum Uh, uh, there's no natural vacuums uh where there's nothingness on the face of this earth. Every vacuum, every void, every emptiness will be filled with something. Turn to someone and ask them, what are you filled with? Or what have you full of? It's better to be full of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why? Because when He fills us, we are filled with His strength, with His power, with everything. Our weaknesses become strong. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. How can you do that? Besides the Holy Spirit, He fills us up. Praise the Lord. I'll never forget this. We were in South Africa still, and uh, I was still in Bible school. Didn't know much at all, and, uh, you know, a pastor appointed me as a youth pastor and uh, I thought, man, he's a man of faith. I, I don't have my angel wings yet, you know. I haven't graduated from, from Bible school yet. And here I am, a, a youth pastor. Praise the Lord. We're going to do something. And, you know, on Friday nights, we had uh, meetings, our youth meetings. And, and this Friday night, I connected with a few churches. I said, hey, let's go and just take the kids out into the field and do, uh, you know, worship around the campfire type thing. And everyone was excited, and i said but let's let's just invite a bunch of kids that that don't normally come with you know and, that, and then there's an evangelism opportunity and so we did and and uh, we filled a bus with kids and uh, from our church, and we 're driving to this this uh, just a little bit out of town to this open field and you know, there was this young lady, we've never met her before, didn't know her. But I tell you what, she used vocabulary that I didn't want to hear in my whole entire life. She was so foul-mouthed, I could not believe it. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, she's corrupting our youth. Rudy, what did you do by invite, opening this up to everyone? I mean, she could not stop talking. And the words that she used, she was cussing all over the place. It was terrible. And I'm just thinking, my ears are glowing, and I know, oh, what am I going to do? This is terrible. You know, how do you, you know, and and besides that, I'm still in Bible school. Uh, They didn't taught me yet what to do in such a situation, you know, and so we get there, and uh, I just said to the guys, hey, let's, let's just start singing. And we got out the guitars, and we started worshiping, just like we did a few minutes ago. to started worshiping. You know what? The power of God started taking over. I saw young people lifting their hands to the Lord. They started worshiping the Lord, and the power of God started coming on them. Many of them started to, to speak in a heavenly language, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, some of them couldn't stand. They just fell to the ground on the ground and just prostrated themselves before the Lord. And I mean, it was wild. These kids, nobody prayed for them or anything. It just happened. Boom, there it is. The power of God on manifestation right there under the stars in the open field. And I'm saying, saying yes, Lord, this is what we want. We want more. And then I remembered this, this young lady. She's never been to church. And I thought, she's probably freaked out by now. So I opened my eyes, I'm scanning the whole crowd, where is she? And I, 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 my, my eye catches her just as she was about to run. And I thought, oh, I, we cannot have that. So I go to her and I said to her, hey, young lady, you know, uh, what's going on? She says, this is freaking me out. I said, what? I, I, I mean, with all this stuff, uh, people are raising their hands in an open field, and some are speaking a language I don't understand, and others are just crying for nothing, others are just happy and joyful, and I just don't understand this stuff. I said, you know what? I don't either. I can never understand all of God. He's so huge, he's so big, he's so powerful, he's so glorious. How can we ever begin to understand? Uh, She said, well, I'm out of here. I said, you're welcome to be out of here, but before you go, can I pray for you? She said, what do you want to pray for? And and I said, well, you know what? I want to pray for you that God will give you enough power to get through next week. I just sense you're going to have a big, big week next week. You're going to need some power to get through. You cannot go on your own power. I'm just going to ask the Lord to give you power to get through next week. She says, yeah, that sounds like a good prayer. She says, but I'm not going to do anything like weird or anything. I said, you don't have to do anything weird. I said, you just need to ask the Lord for enough power to get you through next week. She said, I can do that. I said, okay, now we're going to close our eyes just so that you're not distracted by anybody. This is between you and God, and God and you. She closed her eyes, and I just started praying. I just said this this is the prayer, the powerful prayer of the evangelist Lord, I pray, give this lady enough power to get her through next week. When I opened my eyes, she's on the ground. Hands raised, tears flowing. Speaking in a language I don't understand. I thought, that was quick, Lord. Because you see, Jesus says, you shall receive power when my spirit comes on you. And then you'll be my witness. See, that's what I was thinking. But kind of more than what I expected, Lord. He <laughs> just did it. I did not even lay hands on her yet power of God was so strong on her, she couldn't get up there for quite a while. And then on the way back, guess what? Her whole vocabulary changed. All she wanted to talk about was Jesus. Not one cuss word. Not one. God changed her. Nobody told her anything that that's wrong. You really should not be talking like that. Or, you know, we want to be good. But listen, I want you to know when the goodness of God comes in you, He takes your weakness, and He makes it to strength. That next week, she started witnessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want you to understand, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And not just need, we can. We can be filled with the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, Paul writes in the book of Ephesians, he says, be ever filled with the Holy Spirit. (laughs) <laughs> the the verbiage there, the grammar is continuous tense. Be ever filled, continuously filled. They asked John Wesley, "What does that mean?" He said, "Well, I leak. I leak. I need to be filled all over." How many of you know when you use your gas, and the 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 needle goes to E? The e stands for empty, not enough. When you're on E, you need to fill up again. Come on. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So many times we just say, well, I've been filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but how much have you laked? How much have have grown out? How much have you given out? You need to stand under the spout where the glory comes out. You need to expose yourself to moments like this to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I want you to know that this is the entry level of the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We want to be filled with the Spirit. Are you ready for the second level? Hallelujah, that was weak. Praise the name of Jesus. Not only was Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says he was led by the Spirit of God. How many of you know it's much easier? To follow than to be to lead. Come on. (laughs) Any leader will tell you. Much easier to follow than to lead. Because a leader takes initiative. A leader has to determine direction. A leader needs to know where he wants you to go. And you know what? God doesn't want us to lead. He wants us to follow. And how we do that is we want the Holy Spirit to lead us. Now, sometimes God leads us like a shepherd, a gentle shepherd that takes his sheep into the green postures. Hallelujah. He makes you lie down on your food. That's abundance right there. Hallelujah. Takes you to still water where you can drink of the living water of God. He cares for you. He's compassionate about you. He's gentle with you. But you know what I found? When it has to do with destiny, God is a little bit more forceful when it comes to destiny. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs chapter 4, he says around verse 11-12, he says, I have led you in the way, uh, in, in the paths of righteousness, in the right paths. I have led you. The word led there in the Hebrew means to string your bow. Sometimes the Holy Spirit, when He leads you, can be gentle like a shepherd, but If it has to do with destiny, he puts an arrow in his bow and he pulls the string and he lets go. Hallelujah. We need to be led by the Holy Spirit, launched into the direction that God has for us. How many of you know the arrow has no say which target to hit, how far to travel, which direction to... All the arrow does is fly. Come on. When God strings His bow and He lets go, Hallelujah! You are thrust in the direction, and God does not miss. He does not miss. So God wants us to be led by the Holy Spirit. the The Greek word here for "led" is very, very descriptive. It's powerful. Um, you know, uh, it, 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 it's just so amazing how you can be led by the Holy Spirit to lead, to drive, to carry, to take with one. So that's, that's what the word means. To, to, uh, he was led by the Holy Spirit. He was driven by the Holy Spirit. He was carried by the Holy Spirit. Or... To take one with you. The Holy Spirit took him with him. It's so wonderful, you know, when you're down south and you you lose direction and uh, you're in a place where the GPS does not work, you've got to ask for directions. And they'll tell you. You go you know, about 10 minutes this way, when you see uh, a funny-looking tree, you turn left, and then at the rock, you turn right, and uh, then you go on for uh, about, uh, you know, uh, one song, and then you turn left. (laughs) I'm so glad that's not how the Holy Spirit leads us. You see, many people want to tell you what to do, where to go, But the Holy Spirit says, come, let me show you. When the Holy Spirit leads you, He goes with you. (laughs) And not just that, by the definition of the word led in the Greek language here in Luke chapter 4 is He carries you. I'll never forget it. I was about three years old and uh, did not like shoes on my feet, especially when we were on the farm. And so I was always barefoot running around, and it was wonderful. My, my uncle uh, used to go inspect the, the cornfields, and we would, we would just go and, you know, run, run up the rows of cornfields, back and forth. It was just so wonderful. The dogs chasing me, and I'm barefoot. Well, I ran into a thorn patch. And you know, a few things happened immediately. Number one, it stopped my momentum. I couldn't go one more step. The pain was excruciating. Number two, I screamed for help, and my dad came rushing in. Hallelujah. Thank God for a good dad that was right there. And you know what happened next? My dad picked me up out of the thorns, and he pulled the thorns out of my feet. But he did not put me back into the thorn patch. He made me ride on his neck. And then I could see all over, man, over the corn rows. And I saw, this is great. You know what I tried to do? I said to my dad, dad, go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. And dad said, no, you go where I go. Who's carrying whom? You know, it's not the three-year-old that's leading the the father. It's the father leading the three-year-old. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. When you're led by the Holy Spirit, let Him carry you. He'll pick you up out of the darkness and the thorns of this world. He'll put you on His uh, vantage point. Amen. His vision, the way He sees the world. And you, the whole world will open up on a whole new level. And He'll take you where He wants you to go. Hallelujah. You just enjoy the ride. Be led by God. Or you can run as a three-year-old barefoot through a thorn patch. Your your choice. But the Holy Spirit will cause you to avoid the thorns of life. He'll carry you where you need to go. See, Jesus had very difficult places that he needed to visit. Started out with the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Who wants to go there? <laughs> but you know what? The Bible says he was filled with the Holy Spirit and led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. Sometimes you and I need to visit places we do not want to go we got to go through difficult stuff. Why? Well, when the devil comes and he hits us hard, sometimes up the side of the head, and you feel like quitting, but you cannot quit because you love Jesus too much. And what God has done for you, you just cannot ignore. And you draw your strength and your power from the Holy Spirit. You know what that tells the devil? It gives him one up the side of the head. Because you won't let go of God. He's strong and mighty. And even if we go through the ringer of the wilderness, even if we have to be spat on by Pilate's men, even if we have to go through all the suffering and stuff of this world, it does not compare to the glory of being carried by God through our life victoriously. Hallelujah. Take that devil. So Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Holy Spirit. Friends, you and I can be led by the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, Paul writes it this way. He says, everyone led by the Spirit of God can be called sons and daughters of God. You become family, part of the royal family. Hallelujah. I remember... You know, being led by God is a, is a scary thing. Uh, on the 9th of December, ninety four, I was praying in South Africa. We were pastoring a church in South Africa. I was senior associate at the time, being groomed to take over the church from the district superintendent, our senior pastor, in two years. Um, And in the, the previous two years, the church grew from 900 to 1,500. In two years, we had revival. It was just so amazing. God was doing stuff, and it was glorious. And in this revival atmosphere, God speaks to me, and he says, Son, work on your English. I'm sending you to America. That scared me. Didn't know English, never preached in English in my life. English was my second language at school. A rudimentary understanding of English. English is difficult. American kids are so smart. When they were three years old, they fluent in English. Cannot understand it. It's just amazing. And, you know, we came to America, and, and I had to learn English. Learn to speak and preach in English. And it's still a miracle when I preach in English. That's my second language. And people actually understand and they get saved. (laughs) That's God right there, folks. Praise the name of Jesus. But you got to understand when God carries you. When he carries you, he can take your weakness and make it a strength. Praise the Lord! He can turn things around in God's mighty way. But he's not always going to carry you in the direction you think your life's going to go. Sometimes he takes you into t- challenges. And uh, I said to Sharon that night on the 9th, 9th of December, ninety four, I said, "Honey, are you see? You better sit down because." God is sending us to America and she looked at me she says you can go I'll pray for you. She was thinking short term mission trip. Well, it's it's been since uh, you know February of 96 that we arrived on these shores and now we're we're American citizens. It's a it's a short term mission trip right. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord someone once told me that he's having so much trouble with alcohol and this and that and the other but alcohol was his his problem and we're talking this way and that way and he's got excuses here and there and you know as i'm talking with him god shows me a picture and i said to him stephen you know what i see i see you driving in the car and you get a flat tire you know, you cannot drive any further. You have to stop and fix the tire. So now all of a sudden, you pray, Lord, fix my tire, fix my tire. I've got a flat tire. I need you for this. I need you, I need you, I need you. And then God comes, and you know what? We, we, we jump out of the car, and we, we open the, the, we call it the bonnet. What do you call it? The trunk, thank you. And there's something called a spare wheel. Thank God for a spare wheel. And then you, you, you slap the spare wheel in the place of the broken wheel and you put that in the trunk and, and you drive down to the nearest service station and get the wheels fixed and then you, you're on your way again. I said, Stephen, that's the way you use God as a spare wheel. You just pray when you're in trouble. You just, you just call on the name of the Lord when you need him. But the rest of the time he's in the trunk. I said God will not be served that way. You need to use God as the steering wheel of your car. If you don't use the steering wheel, you, you don't have your hands on the wheel. <laughs> You're going to end up in the ditch. How many of you know you can use your car without a spare but not without a steering? We cannot live without God. That's the point I want to make, folks. We need to be led by the Lord. Lastly, verse 14 says this. After the whole temptation, after the time in the wilderness, the Bible says, Then Jesus returned, look at this now, in the power of the Spirit. Say, power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. Wow. Something happened in the wilderness. Remember, Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then he was led by the Holy Spirit. And then the third level that he discovered within a challenging season in his life was the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, I tell you what, that's the level, the third level. That's the optimal level that you and I can function in. That's when the power of God uses us in a mighty way. That's how God brings others to the Lord. That's the realm where miracles happen, the power of the Holy Spirit, dunamis, power, dunamis, power, you shall receive power, dunamis, hallelujah, same word, so we need the power of the Holy Spirit, what God brings to the table is ability, efficiency, and might, that's what the word power means, ability, efficiency, and might, he gives you an ability that's way beyond your natural ability, He gives you an efficiency that what took you a long time to accomplish things now is easy and quick. You become more efficient. Hallelujah. And might is just strength for whatever you need to accomplish. That's what the Word is. Folks, listen. Let's not just aim for one of the ministries or ministry levels of the Holy Spirit. We can have all three in our lives. Let's be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's be carried by or led by the Holy Spirit. And let's walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Here's another thing about the power of the Holy Spirit. It usually manifests in the presence of others. Because the power of God lets us be witnesses... He's witnesses in the world, in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the ends of the world. So in your family, in your neighborhood, in your city, and beyond, wherever you go, you can become a witness. What does that mean? You just relate what you see and hear from the Lord. You just share His good news. What do you know about Jesus? Well, He loves people. So, if you start witnessing to people and say, hey, I know firsthand the love of God. Look at me. He loves me. (laughs) If he can love me, he can love you too. That's witnessing. You say that's so simple. So, uh, uh, God uses the simplest of words and the simplest of moments to accomplish the greatest results. It's simply amazing. We were... uh, uh, in Cape Town, South Africa, and a Muslim man was selling ice cream. And as he was selling ice cream, it was a rainy winter's day. Our young people wanted to witness to him and just say, hey, Jesus just did a miracle for our bus, just did a miracle. We, we just thank God for this. And he didn't want anything to, to do with that. He said, I've got to Sell my ice cream, and if I don't sell my ice cream, my, my family is not going to eat tonight. So don't waste my time with this Jesus business. I'm a Muslim man, I've got to sell my ice cream. So I said to him, I said, Sir, we're going to pray in this name of Jesus that He will help you sell your ice cream. And if He does that, if He helps you sell your ice cream on this cold winter's day, will you? yield your life and serve Jesus. He says, if Jesus can do that, I will serve him for the rest of my life. So we prayed. I said, Lord, help this man to sell his ice cream today in Jesus' name. Amen. Then we started buying ice cream. (laughs) Hallelujah. Faith without works is dead. Amen. (laughs) <laughs> unfortunately we didn't have nearly enough money to buy all of his ice cream he needed to sell that day we were we were students back then we didn't have a lot of money ourselves but we took each bought an ice cream and we went our merry way telling people about jesus two hours later we come back to a bus the muslim man is sitting on the bumper of the bus crying i said what's going on what's wrong did he, did someone rob you he said no 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 tell me more about this jesus I said, what happened? He said, I sold two days' worth of ice cream in two hours. Tell me about this Jesus. I need to know about this Jesus. I need to tell my, my family about this Jesus. We're going to serve him for the rest of our lives. That's the power of the Holy Spirit, folks. That is what God can use. A simple prayer. With Liz Parenti, I just prayed, Lord, bless her. If I knew what the deal was I would have prayed stronger prayer than that. But how many of you know it's not in the volume of my voice? Dunamis does not lie in the volume of a voice or the intonation of your of your vocabulary. Listen, Joshua p- prayed the stupidest prayer of all. He pointed to the sun and he said to the sun, stop. How many of you know it's not the sun that revolves around the earth? It's the other way around. He got it completely wrong. Scientifically, his prayer was garbage. Didn't work that way. But how many of you know God still performed the miracle? In Joshua's mind, the sun stood still. But you know what God had to do to make that prayer work? He had to stop the rotation of the earth around its own axis. And to do that, he had to counter the law of momentum. How many of you know momentum? That's why you wear a seatbelt. If you stop something, you're going to go forward through the windscreen. If God just stopped the earth, the whole humanity would fly off into oblivion. God had to stop the rotation of the earth, had to stop all the planets in their place. Otherwise, there would have been cosmic collisions, all because of one unscientific prayer. What does that tell me? Man, that gives me courage. Hallelujah. God knows what needs to be done even when I don't. The power of the Holy Spirit does not equate to the wisdom of God necessarily. I don't need to know all the answers. All I need is the power and the strength of God to share the goodness of God on the level that I can. And guess what? People get saved. People are touched. One Jesus loves you can make a whole world of difference. Hallelujah. Are you are, are you with me? Three levels of Holy Spirit ministry. Be filled with the Spirit. Be led by the Spirit and live in the power of the Spirit. Let's bow our heads. Close our eyes. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this moment. We thank you, Lord, that we can yield to you. We want your example in our lives. I pray that you open our hearts now to receive all that you have for us. In Jesus' mighty name, while your heads are bowed, eyes are closed, I want to pray for you. There are some of you, you're sitting here, you say, Rudy, my, my spiritual levels are kind of low. Uh, I don't know, maybe I've leaked t- too much uh, my spiritual tank, my gas, ha- is is run out. I, I don't have the passion I had before. The zeal of God's no, no longer there. That fire that's burning in my spirit or burnt in my spirit some time ago. It's it's just not on that same level. I need uh, to to just replenish the levels. I need the the rivers of living water to bubble from within. That that God can come to my aid and and. Uh, and that He can take my weakness and make it a strength. I want to be filled tonight to overflowing. You know, David said, my cup runs over. If your cup is not running over right now, God wants to replenish your levels of Spirit, Holy Spirit activity. He wants to replenish you that you will be filled with, oh, permeated with, controlled by the Holy Spirit spirit. You're sitting here and you say, Rudy, my levels are low, but will you pray for me? I want to replenish even what I've lost and I want to gain more. I just want to bubble over. Hallelujah! All that heaven has—that's what I want. If that's you, you want to be included in this prayer, slip up your hand and we'll pray for you right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, all over this place. Praise the Lord. Maybe you're sitting here and you say, "Rudy, you know what? I—I I, I feel like I am filled with the Holy Spirit, and, and God has done so much for me, but I, I'm lacking in this area of being led by. So many times, I am the one taking initiative, and it's like I'm expecting God to be the junior partner, and I'm the senior executive. I want to switch that around. I want to follow His lead. I want the Holy Spirit to come on a whole new level in my life and take the lead. I want to let go of the control. I need His director's direction. I need His plan. I need His purpose like never before. Sometimes I'm having trouble with this, but tonight specifically, I want to say, Lord, carry me. Just lift me up above my circumstances and take me where you want me to go. I will follow where you lead, Lord. I want you to lead me, Holy Spirit. If that's you and you want to be included in this prayer, I'm about to pray. Slip up your hand. We're going to pray together all over this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you are sitting here and you say, I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I feel like and I sense that He leads me every day and I'm trying to follow Him to the best of my ability. But I do lack that power, that third dimension of of the Holy Spirit ministry that Jesus had when He came out of the wilderness. He came in the power of the Spirit. I don't want to be walking in, in my own lack and weakness. I want the power of the Spirit of God in my life. I need all that heaven has i want that 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 power dimension that i can be a, a sure witness for jesus i need him in that power. If that's you, you also want to be included in this prayer. Slip up your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you. You know what? I saw something interesting. Many of you have had your hand raised for all three of those, and that's where I am at so many times. Lord, I want to be filled. I want to be led, and I want to be in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's that's almost a daily prayer for me, and I'm so glad that God is here, and you are here right now so without further ado if you are here and you want to be included in this prayer will you get up out of your seat and come find a place here in front with me we're gonna pray together and I believe this is a moment of of the Holy Spirit that's going to touch you like never before God is gonna do a mighty work the Holy Spirit is here you know uh, the Spirit of God is not a force to be reckoned with. He's a person. He's the third person in the Godhead. And so the Holy Spirit is going to come and He's going to fill you. He's going to lead you and He's going to empower you. Hallelujah. Just like Jesus experienced at the ministry of the Spirit of God, you are going to see and experience And that's what we're praying for, a whole new dimension of the Spirit of God in our lives. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to be filled. We want to be led, carried. We want to be empowered by you. Hallelujah. Now, right here, many of you are kneeling. That's fine. Some of you are standing. That's fine, too. Just keep your heart open to the Lord right now. As a matter of fact, we're just going to, to, to spend some time in the Lord. We're going to pray a prayer, just inviting the Holy Spirit to come. The Bible says Jesus is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. That's what John the Baptist said about Jesus. He said, he who is coming after me is mightier than I. I'm not even worthy to, 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 to do his sandals But He will come and He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and with fire. So the Holy Spirit is God's gift through Jesus to us. And so we're going to just surrender to the Lord and invite the Spirit of God to come. On whatever level you're at, He's going to touch you, lift you up, and take you further. And so receive all that heaven has for you tonight. Don't let anything go. Don't let anything fall by the wayside. Don't don't be weirded out because you don't understand everything about God. Nobody does. He's God. But we love Him because we know His character. We know who He is. And so we're going to pray together. I want you to lift your hands to heaven. That's where your help comes from. Lifting of hands is the universal sign of surrender. It says, I give up, Lord. <laughs> I give up. I surrender. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray this prayer aloud. It's a prayer of su- surrender. Pray it loud enough that you hear the sound of your voice and that God knows you mean business with him. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight. I need all that heaven has for me. Holy Spirit, Come. Fill me. Holy Spirit, lead me. And Holy Spirit, empower me. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Now I want you to just soak it in. Soak in and soak in. Receive all that heaven has. Receive all that heaven has. God's Spirit is moving. God's Spirit is, is, is just flowing right now. The Bible says if you believe... Out of your innermost being shall flow forth, bubble forth, rivers of living water. So activate your faith right now. Let the rivers start flowing. Let the rivers of God start bubbling up from within, from deep within, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. That's right. Just right there where you are. You're doing fine. You cannot mess this up. Just receive all that heaven has. Oh, receive all that heaven has, Lord. You are glorious. You are wonderful. Just start worshiping the Lord in your own, uh, just on your own words. Just, just give Him the praise. Give Him the adoration. Just tell the Lord how much you love Him. How much he, he means to you. Just, He's been so good to you. Just return worship to Him in your own words. You, you cannot think this. You, you need to speak it. Make it verbal. Make it verbal. Make it verbal. Just say to the Lord how much you love Him, how much you appreciate Him. And 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 you know what? If you run out of words, if you, if you have a heavenly language, a spiritual language that you can pray, start praying that. If you don't, why don't you start praying that by faith in Jesus' name? Just receive all that heaven has. Be filled. Be filled right now. Be filled right now with the Spirit of the living God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. We receive all that heaven has. We receive all. that heaven has lord fill us fill us with your spirit holy spirit come now just keep going keep going i want to encourage you this just to make things easier those of you who are who are on your knees kneeling before the lord right there where you are just give him everything just pour your heart out before him and when you get to the place of receiving I've emptied myself now. I can receive all that heaven has. Now I'm ready to get to, to receive. At that point, just to make it easier to pray for you, to I'm gonna ask you to just stand to your feet. That will show me you're ready to receive. I'm gonna come and we're going to pray together, and the pastors are gonna pray with you. And uh, but don't don't get up just 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 too too quickly when you are ready when you've given the lord everything your heart is open you're ready to receive that's the point hallelujah in the meantime lay your cares lay your burdens before the lord give him everything all your questions your your doubts your fears whatever it might be just lay it at the feet of jesus and at the point when you are ready to receive you get on your feet lift your hands to the to heavens and we're going to believe god he's going to fill you He's going to lead you, and He's going to empower you by His Spirit tonight. Hallelujah. While uh, 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 worship goes up, that's right, just let's worship the Lord. are so good Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I want to encourage you start every day with a moment of being open to the Lord and say Lord fill me lead me and empower me for today fill me lead me and empower me I want to receive from heaven so that I can give whatever you want me to give to this world hallelujah thank you Jesus Father, I pray your blessing over your people. We pray, Lord, for those who need a physical touch in their bodies, that you heal them, that you touch them, that you empower them. Lord, we thank you for those who have received such an amazing uh, encounter with you holy spirit tonight that it will it will stay with them for the rest of their lives i pray lord that you will you will take that seed that was sown in their hearts and let it grow abundantly lord that you will fill us even more all the more that you will lead us stronger and more definite ways in destiny's uh, 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 direction and god we pray that you will empower us To do the impossible together with God. We pray that you will be glorified in everything. We give you all the glory. We thank you. Let every family connected to this house be blessed. Be blessed. Every ministry going forth from this place. Let it be richly blessed. Let many souls come in to the kingdom and the knowledge of Christ Jesus. We give you glory. Hallelujah, amen, and amen. Let's give God all the glory.
5: Thank you, Rudy, for planting seed in our lives and our hearts tonight. God bless you guys. Let's all stand together. Remember that um, our next meeting will be Wednesday evening, 7 o'clock, and... um, be in prayer for that meeting, too, if you would. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for for this time tonight, Lord, really seed planting time. Lord, we believe that there will be a harvest, that you began something in so many hearts tonight. Not, not just those that maybe came to the to front of this church, this altar area, but in each one of our lives. Or because we, we need that. We need that, and this world that we live in needs it. Lord, we just thank you for this ministry tonight. And Lord, we pray your blessing on Rudy and Sharon, Father. Lord, just bless them, God, for giving to us. And Lord, now I pray your blessing in each one of our lives, Lord, as we start a new week. Lord, I pray that you would use us, Lord, to honor you, to bring praise to you, glory to you. Bless each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you.